What's up, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian Podcast, and I have Nick Smeigo with me. Did I say that right? Got it. Sounds good to me. AKA Nicky Smix. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Not much. How's Chicago treating you? Chicago's good. Chicago's good. I just just moved to Edison Park. It's a uh, neighborhood on the northwest side. Uh, I was living downtown. There's a lot of Italians there, I think, right? Because I've never been there. Yeah, yeah, Northwest Side. Um, Elmwood Park is kind of the old school area. Now it's, um, you know, Northwest Side's still a lot of Italians, but Edison Park, uh, closest suburb, Norwich, Harwood Heights, there's a lot of uh, a lot of Italians too. So I'm living with a buddy who's not Italian. He just, uh, he's renting out a, a, a place. So uh, he's Polish, but, you know. But, you know, yeah. I mean, we, we got a lot of, where I'm from, it's, it's either Italian or Polish. It's Chicago. I'm, well, not you know, not now, but um, there's more there's more uh, Polish in Chicago than Warsaw. I know that's a yeah. I know there, there's a lot of uh, a lot of Polish people in Chicago. I remember that. But, but uh, yeah, how how is that living with someone that like doesn't that's not Italian? Like, is it take some getting used to? Like, it's a good. You question. guys are gonna make meals together. And he takes out the Prego, like you're gonna smack him. That you saw, you saw that bit. Yeah, he's got Prego in his lazy Susan. So that's that was a nice rude awakening as to what was uh, the differences in, in the cuisine. But no, he's actually I met him through uh, my cousin, who's Italian. So he kind of knew the little cultural things that we uh, um, are, you know, into what the differences would be. I will say I brought my espresso machine here. And he's he's done with American coffee, so he's, yeah, he's see, used to. Uh, you you got to take the the Polish. I don't know if they know coffee that much, you know. Yeah, he's he's kind of like the typical American. Not that it's a Polish thing at all, but big thermos, you know, twenty yeah. ounces in the car, and I just I got to get it over with. You know, From all the Polish people I know though, they all love coffee because like they all get coffee, milk, no sugar. Like that's their thing. No sugar. That's him. No sugar. Yeah, he's black coffee. You know, I guess it's. I mean, he's it's, not. He's yeah. not off the boat, but you know, I think he's. Both his parents are Polish and Polish American, so uh, yeah, it's definitely there's definitely cultural differences. Even though I, I was born here, um, mm-hmm. Chicago's you know, super diverse area. So there's what a lot part of life. what part of Italy is your family from? Do you know? My father's Calabrese. My my mother is Sicilian, Napolitan, and Abruzzese. Okay. So, so you're a mutt. You're like, you know, a little bit of everyday. Yeah, mostly Southern, like most descendants of immigrants, I think. Um, but yeah, my mom's got, her, my mom's mom is Abruzzese. So okay. how about you? We're from like below Napoli. Okay. But from everybody that works on this page is from our Campania. So it's like the country of Italy. Region. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like we, uh, like our hometown has 2,000 people. Holy shit. Yeah, that's old school. So like my, my whole life, I mean, I've been to Italy almost every single summer, except two or three summers. So like I go a lot. And I was always going to the hometown. So now more recently, since I've been going, I try to like always go to a different city, you know? Oh, yeah. No, you have to. Um, yeah, so I've been to Milan. I've been to Rome. Nice, man. Yeah, I've been, been to, I uh, did like, I did a semester in Rome. Went to uh, the Italian school, Luis. I don't know if you know Luis Roma. 
Um, and we How did was like, that you know, experience. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, we did a weekend uh, in like Positano, Sorrento. Yeah, that's what and, you got to do uh, while you're there. Yeah, I mean, it's gorgeous. You have to see it. And it's a touristy thing. It was a bus, you know, mostly Americans, which is, you know, a broad experience. But uh, closest I, I got to Naples was, uh, was Vesuvio, Pompeii. So when I hear south of Naples, I think Pompeii because it's just off. I've been to Pompeii too. It's, it's crazy yeah. over there. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's, nuts. It's, it's dope. I've been to. I've been to Pompeii, I've been to Capri, I've been to Amalfi, I've been to Positano. But, you know, Pompeii is crazy that it's still there. I've been to that town where Padre Pio is, too. I forget what it's called. Padre Pio. Yeah, he, uh, because his, his, like, body is still in a church in there. Holy shit. Yeah, so it's like, it's a crazy tourist attraction. And before he went there, it was like the poorest city in southern Italy. Yeah, it's... Uh, That's an experience, too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. How, how was it, though, like, studying in Rome? Because Rome is, like, by far one of my favorite cities. I go Every time I go to Italy, I stay at Rome a day. Yeah, you got it. I mean, it, most people, I think, that study there will say, you know, or at least tour there will, you know, will tell you that, it, you know, you can spend six months in Rome and not see the whole city because there's so yeah. much going on. But A taxi driver said that to me. It was, like, my last couple of hours there. Yeah. Well, I gave him like 200 euros and I'm like, just drive me around for six hours and I give me a car tour. Right. And he, right. one of the things he told me was like, you could be in Rome for 40 years and still not know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially Rome, with the layers, you know, they've built above it over the years. Now, now yeah. they get trouble. I don't know if you've been recently. I was there uh, two summers ago. No, last summer. Two summers ago. And uh, they're trying to build a third metro, a metro line, third subway line. They got A and B. Arancia, yeah, Bush, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Trying to do C, and they re- keep running into shit that's just been buried over the years, like historical artifacts. Yeah. <laughs> so they got to dig around it, and you know, you had the labor, you know, facet in there, and it's just going to be a project probably for another. I've been. Years, so. It's funny that you went to school in Rome because I've been like on a big Rome kick. Yeah. Like, the last two nights, I've been watching these like YouTube Rome history things. You know. Yeah. So like one yeah. of my favorite things about Rome is uh, how the city was discovered. The two brothers, um, Romulus and I don't know how I can't remember this. It's Romulus and Remus. You ever heard their story? I, I have not, no. So it's like two sons of a king who the uncle like threw him down the river <laughs> and uh, the the kids like a wolf found them and they were like the wolf fed them like they drank milk from the wolf and like lived in the jungle or whatever you know the the forest for all these years and then they came back and the brothers eventually one killed the other and then rome is named after one of the brothers if you look at the rome soccer team the logos the two kids under the wolf Oh, no shit. Yeah, I got like, I bought a robe when I was there. I don't know why. When I was, the apartment I was living in, there was a little Roma, AS Roma t- soccer shop. Yeah, so if you see that, you'll see the wolf in the two I kids. didn't know that. So, yeah, I had towels, you know, that I brought to shower with or whatever. I don't know why I packed fucking towels, but I threw those away and I bought a robe. So, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I got yeah. If you, like, look it up, you'll, you'll see. That's hilarious. But what, what do you do for work now? Like, you just say yeah. you got I worked for uh, Viacom CBS. Oh, so, nice. Uh, recently, used to just be Viacom when I started a year ago, and CBS merger was uh, yep. 
December. So Viacom's like Nickelodeon, MTV, Comedy Central, yeah. networks. Um, I'm in advertising, so uh, sales support. I basically, to sum it up, when you see an, uh, an ad on TV, I, you know, there's certain slots that they got to be booked in and locked to and days they got to run and content they have to avoid because of restrictions and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I kind of just help uh, help out in that regard in the back end to make sure. Oh, that's cool. Runs, you know, How long have you been doing that for? Uh, last March. Okay. Yeah. So, so a year, more than a year. Year, a couple months, yeah. How, How old are you? I'm 26. Okay, you're a little yeah. younger than me. Yeah. How about you? I'm 30. Okay. How long have you been doing this, man? Your, uh, I love your page. It's growing hilarious. up Italian, so I'm sure people that are listening to this um, heard the story mad times, but yeah, my sure. cousin Rocco and sister started it, and then when they started the podcast, I jumped on. So like they were doing like memes and all that for two years and then I jumped on and I've been on board for like two years and change now. Holy shit. Like, well, I, I saw your, uh, that's awesome. I saw your last uh, podcast. I forget, forget the guy. The Time Jeopardy one? Um, no, you sent it to me on Instagram. Um, the guy at the Yankees hat on, forgive me. I don't, I don't know his name. You were talking. Oh, Ray. And I saw, I think you had the Sats Reality shirt on. Oh yeah. yeah I, I had it <laughs> Someone sent it to me. What's that? Someone sent it to me for free. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I have the. He sent me this one too, actually. Oh my god. He's a landscaping company. <laughs> that's funny, man. So, I feel like every time I do a, like a podcast, I try to wear a, a different shirt on brand. You know. Graphic tees, man. You People make that. fun. Like this kid always wears the same shirt. Does he not have any other shirts? You know. Are you talking about you? Yeah, like you know. It's, you're hosting a podcast. It's, it's, That's why you're going to be like, you wear the same shirt every day? I like it. Look like Joe Rogan. He's got a muscle tee on every time. You know, it's yeah, unfortunately, the muscle tees don't agree with me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so what's life like in Chicago, man? Like, You like it? Yeah, I love it. Um, grew up in the, in the northwest suburbs. My dad's from here, actually, from the northwest side. He grew up uh, a couple miles south of where I'm at now. But uh, I love it, man. Um, Big Cubs fan, big Bears fan. Definitely. I see scared. the Cubs. I see the Cubs hat. I was just oh, yeah, a couple hats, Cubbies and Bears. Um, so uh, definitely a big sports town. You know, the, the the hype around the Bulls was big. Finally, some hype around the Bulls because we've sucked since. I guess Derrick Rose had the, the MVP year, but obviously since Jordan. But it was nice to have you know the last dance kind of. Yeah, that that was cool. Bulls again, so that was that was awesome. But uh, I was actually a Bulls fan before I was a Knicks fan. Is that right? Why? Because like, of Jordan, Jordan man. Jordan. I, was, I was a big Jordan fan, man. And then, like, in 99, when the Knicks went to the finals against the Spurs, is kind of when, like, I became a Knicks fan. But, like, till I was nine, I was a big Bulls fan. Like, my bed set was Bulls. Everything was Bulls, you Dude, know? I'm like, jealous. I'm jealous. I'm just – I think I'm, like, a year or two too young. I don't, the only time I remember Michael Jordan is him in a fucking Washington Wizards jersey. That was fun too, though. Even though he wasn't the same player, yeah, like, I enjoyed that those couple of years because it was like two years he played. Yeah, yeah, it sounds oh two oh three. I think he retired in oh three. Yeah, and he was like he still had it, you know. Dude, I wish I remembered. I, I, I don't. Uh, I remember Sammy Sosa, and Mark McGuire a little bit more than than Jordan. That was that was exciting too. Like when they were both like crushing it. Yeah, yeah. Back so, on Jordan though, real quick. I, when uh, I watched the last dance, like. I was, I haven't been excited about anything like that since like 
Game of Thrones, I think. Like, I got to the TV at that time to watch it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, nothing else was happening that night. It was uh, – yeah, I'm happy they did it. I, I, I'm definitely curious how ESPN, you know, if it was just a perfect coincidence or it was like, you know, they, they kind of strung it together early to give people – something to watch. Well, the fact they that it was during the quarantine and there was no other sports, like. Oh yeah. For, you know? It was perfect. But it was either that or Tiger King. So I'll take, yeah. I'll take last dance. You know, I think, I think um, Jordan had agreed to like, let it happen. Oh, so for he, sure. Yeah. No, I think they did talk about that, but like, it was just kind of weird. And then there were, the, there weren't many commercials, obviously, because advertising was down and then there were only three sponsors. It was Reese's Facebook and State Farm. I'm, now my ad, advertising brain is kicking in. Well, like, yeah, I, I watch stuff like that too because you know what I, mean? I, I only I only like registered State Farm because of the commercials. So I was like, wait, how do they know that this is going to happen in twenty? And then I saw like, that they, the, they moved their the mouths a little over. bit. <laughs> right, right, with the Sports Center guys, that was funny. For sure. Yeah, so like that was that's good. That's money well spent, you know, because you're in advertising, so you probably know better than me. But to get like the best money. Like getting your money's worth is something like that, you know, where such a big platform and then you have something like an old commercial that you make new. It, oh, yeah. They farm killed it with that. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah, man. So, so. Chicago, when I was there, I went to a White Sox game, but I definitely want to go again to see the Cubs and Wrigley. Cause yeah, man, I, I miss it. I miss Wrigley. I think that's probably my favorite part about, uh, I mean, everyone knows New York's the same way. You're Jersey though. North Jersey. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Brooklyn. You're well, Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn, but I moved to Queens now. Okay. So winters suck, you know, yeah. anywhere. Boston, New York, Chicago. So just like you guys, and we have a, you know, three month summer. So summertime here is, you know, what, everyone waits for and lives for it. Wrigley field during the summer is my favorite part about Chicago and uh, no fucking baseball. So it, it, it definitely sucks. I, I miss going to Wrigley, but um, the Sox are supposed to be good. I'm not a Sox fan, but uh, they got that young, they got that young first baseman. That was really good. Not a, a Brayu. A Brayu, right? Brayu first base. I think so. Yeah. And uh, they have somebody, they, they have a nice team though. I remember when they won, like in 05, probably, right? Five, yeah, yeah. I'm a Mets fan. I'm, okay. a I'm a miserable Mets fan. So you know what it's like to be the fan of the, not the, yeah, the smaller team. Yeah, definitely oh. the smaller team. But I think there's I, a lot more pride around uh, the Sox fans and the Mets. You know, I'm not going to speak for Mets fans, but there's a lot more Yankees fans, so you get a lot more, not fake fans, but, you know, fan Isn't, it, isn't fan. it the same way with the Cubs, though? Like, there's definitely oh, – there's, sure. My buddies that are Sox fans still give me shit. They think, you know, I was just a fan because they started winning five years ago when it, it, I'm, we're kind of too young to really, who's going to judge when I was 12? That's the one grade. thing about the, the Cubs and the Sox is that the Cubs weren't winning for a long time. So if you're a Cubs fan, like you're a Cubs fan and you see like so many stories of like these diehard Cubs fans. And then like they had the whole curse thing with the goat. Oh yeah. So, like, you know, I love that kind of stuff. So, that's why I've been meaning to go to Wrigley. I actually went to Fenway once, and it was for Derek Jeter's last game. Holy shit. So, we went out there, like, eight of us, and me and my friend were only Met fans, and we were just with all our friends that are all Yankee fans. Yeah. So I had, like, a respect shirt with a Yankee – with a Met hat. And people yeah. were like, what the hell are you doing here? You have nothing to do with this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, I, I love – Game at Fenway? 
Gino's last game was at Fenway. Holy shit, man. Yeah, he he uh, yeah. he got like a BS hit, and then they took him off the field. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was. Uh, they pulled him. Yeah, it was like in the third inning or something. I'm, I'm picturing the like the walk off, and for some reason, I'm, I have Mariano Rivera. Yeah, because like, Mariano's was the, Mariano's was, was the best. Oh, yeah, he was like right. He was getting hugged. On the Red Sox fans were kind of happy to see uh, Jeter go to like finally. Yeah, yeah. You know, this was a miserable twenty years. You know, but uh, you know. The biggest thing with um, Chicago and New York, right away, besides the sport rivalries we have, is the food rivalries, right? Oh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, Chicago's pretty known for their deep dish pizza. Sure. And New York is known for their New York style, you know? Right. So what's, like, the best place to get a deep dish? Do you eat this deep dish? or? I do. I definitely eat thin more than deep dish, but uh, deep dish is, like – it's like a souffle almost. First of all, you get a uh, box uh, deep dish and it lasts you three weeks. So it's, you know, you can't, you know, polish it off with, you know, in a night. But um, it's, uh, yeah, occasionally, occasionally, every couple what, of months. Where do you get your deep dish from? Because I know there was like this place that everybody was talking about. Yeah, so uh, there's Lou Malnati. The big three are like Lou Malnati's, Giordano's. And, and Giordano's. Gino's. Yeah, Gino's. That's the one I had. Um. Do you follow uh, Portnoy, Barstool president? Yeah, yeah. He did. I, I follow him, but not like, I, I don't follow him on my main account. So some stuff I don't see. Yeah, no, I don't follow him religiously, but he did the review, the, the deep dish review. And he had Giordano's and Lou's. Like one was an eight, nine, and one was an eight, six. Not that that's the Bible, but, you know, it's, it's hilarious and reputable to some degree. Um, for me, I, I, I think they're two different pizzas. And actually, I looked it up before we got on because I knew we were going to talk about this a little bit to double check. And technically, I guess Giordano's is stuffed and, uh, and Lumonati's is considered deep dish. And the only difference is deep dish is the cheese on the bottom. No, cheese on top, toppings underneath. That's okay. kind of a weird word, the toppings underneath. And then Giordano's is um, cheese below the toppings. So they kind of, they're kind of, layered differently but it's personal preference to everybody that i kind of talk to but it's i love them both it's, it's definitely a huge drive so for besides uh the deep dish there's like when i was in chicago it's like everybody's like you gotta try italian beef italian beef so i'm like what the hell is italian beef like i've never heard of it and i'm in the deli business myself so i'm Thank like really wow what the hell's uh what the hell's uh, italian beef so like we went to portillo i think it's called yeah there you go yeah, that's my spot, bro. That shit, that shit was dope. Did you like it? I thought it was like what people are saying that other places were better. Wait, I think was Portillo Portillo's is a franchise, right? Oh yeah, yeah. There's like a bunch of them. Yeah. I had two different places, and I can't remember which one was which. You had two beef. Me out. Two different beefs. Yeah, I had two different ones. One was definitely Portillo's, and I feel like they they sell a bunch of other stuff too, right? Yeah, they do. They do. They were. They're known for their hot dogs. Exactly. That. that was, but you people go to Portillo's for beefs all the time. That's what I was gonna say next. But the thing that bugged me bugged me out about Italian beef was like that they dip the whole bread in the juice. I'm like, this thing is way too soggy for me. The best part. Man. The, the first juice? time I got it like that, and the second time I was like. Just a little juice. I think there's a way to order it where you just. There is, yeah. So I would say. Um, 
don't know, maybe I'm biased because it says Italian beef, Italian in front of, you know, it's Italian beef instead of Italian pizza. But I think beefs are more of an iconic, like Italian Chicago thing than just deep dish because everybody likes deep dish um, that's here. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of places do them differently. If you, if you, were you downtown Chicago when you got Portillo's? You were in the suburbs. So you either probably had your other beef places, Al's. I feel like that was it, yeah. Mr. Beef. Um, what else is in the city? There's a Bona Beef in the city, but their Bonas is more uh, popular in the suburbs. Well, Next time I go, I got to make a plan to like hit more time beef spots. to Because I love that shit. Like yeah. I go to Philly for a Philly cheesesteak, you know? Oh, for sure. So, uh, yeah, the Italian beef thing – the, the beef stands that have a couple locations like Mr. Beef on um, there's one on Harlem there's one in Orleans, but um, for people that are from Chicago, but it's either like wet or, or dry. You either get yeah. it dipped or it's not yeah. dipped, but places like Bona Beef, they have like a, a chart you can follow. I think it's dry dipped or baptized where it's like, do you want, you know, how much ajou do you want? Okay. Yeah. Beef? Well, the the I'm sure the baptize is definitely not my style. Yeah, <laughs> you just put yeah. the whole thing in there and give it three four dunks. You know? Doesn't really taste like bread after that. I, I know where you're coming from. You haven't had well, it before. But. If you are gonna eat it like that, I would have to imagine that you gotta eat it right on the spot. Like, oh yeah, you yeah. can't rub hub that. No, no, that's a great point. You can't. Kind of like Chipotle. You just don't know how long it's gonna take to get there, and by the time it's there, it's like. You know, after it's cold, cold and a hot, hot in a, you know, type situation, but. Then you're going to turn into being like a, a surgeon, like trying to throw it in the toaster to yeah, exactly. make it come alive, you know? No, yeah. The old but school you, Italian beef stands, well, they don't even have seating. You got you just stand, you know, in front of the window. You just, this one you Italian beef place out. I had, they definitely had a couple of seats in there. Portillo's too had seats, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the bigger ones will definitely have seats, but I'm thinking of uh, like Gene and Jude's hot dogs. I think River Forest. I think of River Forest. Um, they won, you know, best hot dog in the country. I think a couple of years ago, and uh, no seats. You just stand at the window and shit. That's like that, so. that's what I was going to get into about hot dogs, because um, I mean, our culture for hot dogs, I think, is a lot different. In New York, you do have like an iconic place to get hot dogs like papayas, and then, of course, the, the street vendors. But Chicago takes their hot dogs very serious. Like, even when I went to the White Sox game, it's like the condiments were, like, I think you could cut the onion fresh on the spot. Yeah. Like, there's, like, this yeah. barrel, and you, like, you know, turn it. Yeah. Like, What's up with hot dogs here? Like, and, like, you guys put mad toppings, like. Yeah, I, you know, I don't really, to be honest, know the history of why it's, it's, um, I think Chicago was just a meat town, to be honest. Union Stockyards, I think, would close for 50 years, but Chicago was always a, a meatpacking town. Wilson, you know, Wilson Sporting Goods, they're in the leather business now. They make basketballs. And but they used clubs. to do meat? They used to be meat. So they're the byproduct of the meatpacking they did, they did sporting goods. And that's what they're known for now. But that's one example of a, a bigger company that you know, used to be in the meatpacking business. But um, yeah, man, the hot dogs, you know, no ketchup. How, how do you, you see, like, that was what I was going to say. Cause yeah. I get ketchup and mustard or like, I'll get um, the, the cooked onions and the sauce, okay. the vanilla yeah. onions they're called. Yeah. But like, so, what's your yeah. go-to, like, what's the proper way, like to eat a Chicago hot dog? Is it like. So the Chicago mustard? dog, uh, if you say everything, you're going to get mustard, relish, onions, tomatoes, 
um, sport peppers and a pickle. What a disaster. Onions. Oh, yes. <laughs> Onions, peppers, mustard. You're talking brown. about like, like pepperoncinis, right? Like the green one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, little sport peppers. Yeah. Um, and it's so good. It's so good. That's how you get it? Like everything? Yeah, else? everything. Everything. I, it, it's, um, it's not mushy. It's not soft. It's, uh, it's not a crunch to it. I don't know. I think that's just what the, every place does. So, yeah. style dog. No ketchup. Now, now that I'm hungry, you know, we'll yeah, exactly. beast and hot dogs. And so you've been, you've been doing this, um, Sebastian Maniscalco impression along with some others, but to yeah. me, uh, you know, I kind of like saw your, uh, a video of yours on TikTok, and right away I put in a group chat and like, to my knowledge, I don't know how many people really posted you yet, but I was like, I want to be the first one to like really get on it. And then that's why I reached out and told you I wanted to get the podcast because you know, I definitely see you going somewhere. So I want to be like one of the first people like to document this part, you know? I appreciate it. I appreciate but, uh, it. Uh, so yeah. the Sebastian spot on, like when we posted that, first of all, the video did amazing. I think we got like 60,000 views. Shit. And yeah. um, like every, like a lot of comments in the beginning were saying that you were lip syncing, like you were, you know, doing a voiceover. And, you know, it really looks like you are. That's how close the voice is. But, like, I want to know how this all started. Like, did people always tell you, like, you look just like Sebastian Maniscalco. You should – or did you just, like, kind of just pick up on it? And That's a good question. I apologize if you hear the dogs barking upstairs. Okay. But, um, you know, I the first time I saw him uh, – or uh, saw one of his – Bits was in Italian club in college, 2014. It was six years ago. Oh, wow. And uh, I saw the Italian wedding bit when he's at Gotham Comedy Club. You've seen the Italian wedding bit where, you know, the satin bag with cash and yeah, yeah, yeah. Went through the black book, seeing who yeah. donated, donated, who gave what, yeah, you know. What? And I, since then, I was like, this is, this is gold. Like, this is what my family, you know, this is every wedding to us. And since then, we've just been huge, huge fans of him. Um, and then we found out that he grew up in the same hometown that I did in Arlington Heights. So he's from Chicago. Yeah. Northwest suburbs, same, uh, five minutes away from where my, my parents are now, where I grew up, uh, his dad still lives there. Talks about it in his book, but, uh, he was always like right up our alley. So I, we would always over the years and still today, we'll just kind of quote him and kind of see some things observationally you know just like he does and say it in Savannah like what the hell is he doing like shit like that you know what I mean yeah, he's, he's funny so. bro and I think right now he's probably like one of the most influential people when it comes to like Italian culture now so like maybe a couple of years ago was Jersey Shore and then before that was Sopranos because like now when I think of like current Italians I think Sebastian Maniscalco because like he's major like he hosted um what did he host recently? Uh, VMAs, right? Yeah, VMA. So last summer, yeah. yeah. So that was like major, and you know, I just saw him recently at MSG. He sold, he sold out four shows in yeah. two days, back to back to back to back. You got to see one at the Garden. Yeah, I was I was front row. I paid top dollar. I was Holy front row. Shit, man. The one thing. How was that? I've never I've never seen a comedian in an arena before let alone sebastian yeah he was he was, yeah. he was he was awesome the only thing i watched like his two netflix specials like yeah 
right before the show and it was like a lot of it was the netflix special oh, so i kind of right. wish that like he like held off the special a little bit and that yeah. you know or like came with a new show but other than that he was hilarious and the one thing i will say is that a lot of people must have like got that vibe because when he was performing his new jokes like new material yeah everybody was cracking up and there was like stuff from the special like it wasn't as strong you know right no i think uh i, I he kills it every time i've seen it probably seven or eight times i went to school in milwaukee i saw him twice up there um and then I've seen him with my family and friends a good five or six times in Chicago. So he's, uh, yeah, I don't know, you know, what I want to do, whether, whether it's comedy or uh, stand-up. That was going to be my next question. Like, where, where are you going from here? I, I'd like to be doing stand-up comedy or, or acting. And um, point being, Sebastian's kind of been like uh, to be a role model for me because he, you know, family. Where you're from. From where I'm from, Italian, uh, no, no family members or friends in show business, you know, had to kind of create a name for himself and take the risk. And um, I, I like my job. I like who I work with. The industry is super fascinating right now. But, uh, you know, I... That's a different monster, though. Yeah, totally different. I, I just, uh, my passion is definitely in... Um, doing the stuff I do on Instagram, making scenes and creating characters. Before yeah. we actually start recording, you told me he shared one of your videos. Yeah, yeah, he did. What was it? It was about three weeks ago. He shared it. He put it on his story. Um, it was before I got a haircut. I had long-ass hair. It was about social media. It was Sebastian Maniscalco on social media. Um, I was talking about... Um, I got about a million followers. I must get you know tens of thousands of notifications from you guys daily. Some of you have the balls to then text me to check the comment that you're going to tag me in. You know, I don't got time for this shit. Like, go back to work. So, um, that was awesome. Yeah, he he, uh, he shared one of them. And then he followed me and then and commented on a couple other ones. Oh, he follows you? Yeah, he followed me. Oh shit, that's dope. So, uh, that's big. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, it's it's uh, it was nuts. So here we are, just having some fun quarantined at home. That's you know, goal. My, that's goals for me. One of my goals is to have Sebastian follow us. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's uh, yeah. I, I didn't expect that out of him. He doesn't follow a lot of people. I mean, yeah, I know. I, I didn't. It was. I was shocked. I thought it was. A, he doesn't uh, really follow account. any of these like Italian pages either, because you know, there's a lot of us. Right. So I always check like who does he follow? Who does he follow? You know, so right. A lot, yeah, of, a lot of celebrities and I think just, you know, close family and friends is, is kind of, uh, so yeah, you know, it's, um, pretty damn cool. And definitely like a, uh, self-assuring, like, I think he likes your impression, you know, so. Yeah, that's good. I'm sure, you know what I think? I think that so many people probably were sending it to him. That it was just a matter of time that he came across it, you know? It's a good point because. Like he, if 40 people send it, you're going to bump into it. Yeah, it's you probably hit the nail on the head because the one he commented on and then uh, simultaneously followed me that same night, it was one I had done like three weeks prior. And then he shared um, the one I did about social media a couple of days after. So he was already following me when he shared the one that he did. But um, to your point, it was like I had tagged him in the one that he commented on, but 
he wasn't following me at the time. So he probably was getting it sent over those weeks. Yeah, I think so, so. Yeah, I think so too. Because even us, when we posted, I was like, it would be dope if Sebastian saw it on our page because that would just be like a dope moment. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. You I mean, he, uh, it's the stuff he talks about on his podcast and his book and in his specials are stuff that you guys, you know, talk well, about. So. The one, another thing, like, kind of segue what you were saying is like, you're posting probably like what, once a day right now? Like, uh, I yeah, I, I'd say the past week it's been like twice a day. Um, but since the cameo, account uh that i got created which was pretty sweet but yeah i, I at least once a day maybe a day off yeah, a week. What, what i was gonna say was like that's what's so important and like this stage of where you are like growing your page is like being consistent and like if you're recording you have videos in the stash like you said you know because yeah it's just easier so that way if you're busy a couple of days you have kind of some like yeah that's great advice i'm gonna be out of town for the fourth of july so yeah you definitely gotta do a fourth of july video like you know like you gotta think ahead and do what's always trendy and it's only a matter of time till someone like barstool or something posts and that's like when you really explode you know yeah um you definitely hit the nail on the head it's great advice i i think it's a smart thing to do you mean you guys posted what four or five times a day? It seems we, like. yeah, we we aim for four, but sometimes it's three. Yeah, sometimes it's a little more. But that's that's not. I mean, that's I, how you grow followers, though. You know, I'll take your word for it, man. I mean, I'm gonna have to start doing. You know, um, what'd you even, say? Get some videos. The in cameos the are good. You could probably use those too. Yeah, yeah, but just to have stuff you know done and ready, so I can actually you know enjoy a couple of days. For you, the you were you were doing it a lot on TikTok too, though, right? Yeah, that's kind of how where it you know not where it started, but I had made the TikTok page and then I, my sister was is big on TikTok, just a fan of it. So she's like, link your Instagram. You never, you know, yeah. why not grow the following? So I think I, that's where I saw it. I think I saw it on TikTok or I might've saw a story. I, I don't remember, but like when I saw it, I was like, yo, this is spot on, you know? So you got something, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. So you know, uh, good, luck, good luck, good luck the rest of the way, you know, for sure. I appreciate any advice you need from us, uh, you know, feel free to reach out. I really appreciate out. it. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just cut this video short, and then I'll, I'll finish the convo with you. But thank yeah. you guys all for tuning in. You know, give this guy, Nikki, a follow if you haven't yet. He's hilarious. Appreciate he does it. other impressions too, but Sebastian's the one. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me.